0: Well, friends, welcome back for another good one here on Right Side Up Leadership Podcast. We are almost at the end of the summer, which means we're almost at the end of re-series. As we head into the fall, we have a couple of topics that we think are particularly helpful and may sound really, really simple, but we are going to be talking about work, rest, play, and therefore scheduling and how all of that happens. Jonathan, talk to us a little bit about where we're going today we're going to be renaming some stuff. Um, and this one I really enjoy
1: and you listening wherever you are right now, hopefully, hopefully some of you are sitting somewhere, walking somewhere where you can physically see the picture that we're trying to paint. Um, this idea of riverbanks and to just to be really practical, if they didn't exist, the efficiency with which things that we use on a daily basis, think about the Mississippi River or the Panama Canal or things like that. If there were no physical, simple riverbanks to keep the water away from the land, things that we use on a daily basis wouldn't be able to get from point A to point B as efficiently or as effectively as we would like. I mean, if you don't contain the water and it just runs over, then you have a big mess. And that's true for our Lives and our leadership and the health at which we're trying to to move and reach sustainable impact. If we don't have riverbanks to guard when we work and when we don't work, everything boils over. It gets messy, and we start operating with less clarity, more overwhelm, more inefficiently, and then we become stuck in a big mess. So, Alan, why are they so important?
0: Yeah, we have a lot of swampy schedules right now. Uh, no real defined banks. Um, obviously we could blame this on our devices, but it's our fault. So let's just say that we pick up our devices. We answer our email from our phone. um, And kind of the statement is, if you can work everywhere, then you can work anywhere. Or if you could work anywhere, then you can work everywhere. And so that's great. And man, that's hard. guilty of saying that. (laughs) Sure, absolutely. I mean, that's the joy of modern technology is that I can take off from the office. I can go pick up my kids from school. Um, but then I could crank out a few emails while I'm waiting for my daughter at dance class, I can be at a sports game when I should be watching my kids and actually be working on, you know, a call on the sidelines or whatever. And and so I think this has never been more important than right now. And, you know, we, we have all these devices, obviously, they can go anywhere. It wasn't that long ago that you literally didn't have email. Right after that, you literally had a desktop and had to go to your physical computer. Somebody had to call you at work. I mean, that's not that long ago to think about, guys. Now we have way too many ways that people can contact you. I know that a lot of people, especially in the helping professions, people can get a hold of you on Facebook Messenger, on text, on WhatsApp, and you name it. I was with a leader once and he said, people in my profession who want my time and energy can get a hold of me seven different ways. And that's a problem. So the river banks are really crucial to have steep banks. And we're just basically saying, um, when you're working, that's the river. And then the bank is when you are not working. And we actually wanna dive down on that physically in the course of the week. And this would be really helpful for you actually to have a journal out. We prefer your right setup journal as you think about your different days. That would be helpful for you. A piece of paper will work though. Uh, as we actually want to be sketching that out as we head into the fall, we're going to get really practical on this one. So talk about the schedule, Jonathan, talk about where we're actually going to go uh, in this episode. I think practical is the name of the game. You're listening
1: to this right now. You do a lot. Fall is coming. And for many people, there's this giant wave coming at, and you're wondering, okay, how's it going to go? And the name of the game with that is you need to have some firm riverbanks. So if that wave comes instead of it crashing down and flooding everything you've got with overwhelm, it contains and you're left with a, a free flowing stream where you can move effectively and healthily. So I block and batch my day, you know, I'm, I name working hours. I've, I've worked remotely for a while. And I know a lot of people experience that when the world shut down, um, and so it becomes different when you no longer have those physically defined barriers of I have a commute to work to a physical space and I have a commute home from a physical space that turn off time that says, OK, that's decided for me. Right. Whether it's 15 minutes, an hour or 30 minutes. OK, those become I have to do everything in, in a day in this amount of time. You don't have those anymore. Like you said, you find yourself, oh, I can go for a hike and answer some emails. I can go do some things and answer some emails. I for me, that was bad. I decided. That task is going to get done three times a day. Um, But I use a schedule to decide these are my working hours and these are my non working hours. Because in an age where we're so conveniently connected to anything and everything to become more proactive and more efficient, it's only had the reverse effect. Yep. Instant access to every piece of technology in the name of efficiency has made us so inefficient and so reactive that if we don't have a practical schedule to say, what am I doing this morning? What am I doing this afternoon? What am I going to do this evening? and then name the purpose of that day, you're going to get stuck in a landlocked lake of overwhelm and stress
0: and confusion. And before we dive into our first question for you, which today is really an exercise, that's why we want you to have a pen out. And, um, you know, something that you can physically look at and write down kind of a rough draft of this, at least, Uh, I think this is particularly helpful right now. My kids have started back in school, which always makes me feel, I used to say squeezed, Jonathan. I think compressed is the right word, just really compressed. There's no margin for error. When I leave the office, I literally close my laptop and say, I have to trust the father that I've gotten done today what I was supposed to get done today. I close my laptop. I move to a different type of work, which is investing in my family. And sometimes that's joyful. Sometimes that is homework and rides and driving kids around to different places. Um, but that's, that's often stressful uh, for me with four kids and all the responsibilities that come with that. My wife works full time as well. So guys, this is real. We're Jonathan and I are not standing um, here telling you guys that this is easy. We're telling you that this is hard, but it's necessary to do this work to say, here's when I will work, here's when I won't. And if you don't make a commitment to it, I'll tell you, it is easy to do three more hours of work and then five more hours of work. And suddenly you find yourself working a number of hours you had never thought about, never committed to, and your spouse is actually hating the fact that you took this job in the first place. This is real, and we want you to deal with it before it gets to that spot. Now, with that said, we have learned things along the way. We actually use some state for tools to be able to help with this. There's two of those that we'll utilize later. We'll talk about, and we'll even invest into your leadership. So Jonathan, take us into this first question, which really is an exercise today. It is. And it's quite simple before I give
1: it the biggest reason I get back from most people I interact with is my schedule always changes. I have so much going on and that's just the immediate response to like, Oh, I know something's not right. And it's so crazy that I can't rein it in because it's always changing. You can control what you can control. And this question right here, this exercise right here will give you a starting point. Say, okay, I can start here. You know, it doesn't matter whether you work for yourself or you report to someone. You can name some things and then give yourself clarity to be between, to live between those. So the exercise, take a piece of paper, write this down on a given day, given week, be honest with yourself. When do you work? And when are you not going to work? When do you work? And when are you not going to work? Be honest. Write that down. And we'll see you up ahead.
0: Hopefully that was a helpful exercise for you. And we really do want you to think about each day of the week, if it isn't realistic and it isn't practical and, and you ultimately have a 45 hour a week job and you've just scheduled in 32 hours every week, that's not, Helpful. That's not practical. So we also want to make sure that you have enough margin space in there. We're big fans of margin space at the beginning of the day, especially sometime in the middle of the day, and then sometime at the end of the day, if you're working directly to the last minute, and then you're hopping in the car, and you're heading to wherever you're heading, you're going to come in stressed and pretty overloaded. So even if that's 15 minute breaks in there, time for email, make sure things are scheduled in there. We don't want you to get granular in that, but it is just the riverbank. When am I working? When am I on? And when am I not on? And if that changes every day, I've just seen that the leader, like like Jonathan's talking about, feels tossed to and fro by the schedule and going, well, I don't know, when should I be working? What's next? And what about this? As opposed to, nope, this is the beginning of my day. This is the end of my day. Other people depend on you and your family your friends, maybe people that you co-lead certain things with in your evenings depend on you being there on time and making sure that you've taken care of all the other responsibilities. Um, and secondly, I, I don't think it's a time to get too serious um, on this, or let me say it a different way. I don't think you can get too serious on this. If you need to um, uninstall email from your phone and just have it on your laptop, that could be a really healthy decision from you for you. Some people have certain apps that t- time them out of their screens and their email, their text things like that. If your job is something that comes to you through text, maybe you need to re- talk to your team about what that looks like. We really try not to text about work things uh, on our Stay 4th team and keep that over on Basecamp. So those kind of things are part of it, but really, we just wanted you to define the start and stop of work time each day. Jonathan, add to that conversation a little bit.
1: I think I can remember a time when I was working and had strict, I have to be at work at a certain time. And that was never the problems. Like that was solid. Like I know I have to get there. And that's true for a lot of people. It's, it's the other side, the coming home side, where then it's like, okay, I didn't get this wrapped up. I can drive home. I can might do this in the car. I can then get to my house. I can take care of this. And then I can just switch, switch the switch off, flip the switch off and be fully present and dive right back into not being in work mode or task mode or what have you. And I look back on that and that's not, it's very stressful. And my deal was I would check the email. I would respond something. I allowed someone, we talk at Stayforth about being available versus accessible. And I was giving people in the evenings way too much access back to me that kept pulling me away from things that mattered more. And it was very unhealthy. And so for many of you, that may be an area we need to think through, like naming, what can I do to be more firm, with the end of the day? When am I gonna close the laptop? When am I gonna say, this can wait till tomorrow? And like you said, Alan, trust the Father to say that I did what I needed to get done today.
0: Tomorrow has its own worries. Now it's something we should be present here where I am. Let me chase that thought. Um, Let me pull on the thread of accessible versus available. I think that'll be helpful here. Uh, We need to be accessible as leaders. I'm Mm -hmm. accessible to our team. And Jonathan knows probably within the day, Um, But certainly within the week, I will make time for you for a chunk of time um, to be able to make a decision. Uh, I'm here. I'm in your corner. Even if it's your call, how do I advise you on this? Um, We'll make some time, right? Unless I'm out of town and fully focused on being with my family. But I'm very unavailable throughout my days. I've committed to some of you who are listening, who are coaching clients. It wouldn't reflect very well if I said, oh, sorry, I got to hop out of our session and take a 10 minute call. Right now, And so I'm accessible to Jonathan, but I'm actually not very available in the course of the day, but we'll find a time that overlaps. And I think that's a really important principle, um, especially of those uh, who are in more of a ministry setting is people maybe expect you to be overly available. And the reality is, nope. If your hard stop time is five o'clock and somebody wants to do an evening gathering, I'm sorry, we're going to have to work around this to be able to, to do that. They may have to compromise and grab a quick 430 call. They may have to do an early morning and say, good news, I start early. We could do a 7 a.m. kind of thing. So that's so important. You will not hold boundaries that you never set, number one. Now to move from accessible and available to just a really um, helpful question, I think, to, to glaze over a little bit is when do you tend to overwork? When do you tend to overwork? And I know for me, it tends to be when I just didn't feel that productive that day my checklist was way too large, which was my scheduling mistake. And I went, man, I only got through half of what I was supposed to do today. Well, the reality is I was effective. I was maybe even efficient with that, but I just scheduled way too much. And that should be what I schedule for the whole week instead of trying to get that done on Monday. When I'm feeling behind or unfulfilled, then that's when I'm tempted to open that. Secondly, I'm tempted to overwork when I see my email, just period. I I literally have shoes that are shipped to my house. Um, I will not order online shoes again. Please hold me accountable to that. I don't know what size I wear. I didn't go try them on. I thought it was this size. So I've shipped them back a couple of times. I literally just go to download a shipping label to send them back. And email just, boom, hits in my head. And I sort of, I can go back to work, you probably can too, in a one second notice. My brain is there. Suddenly I'm disconnected from my family. I'm not thinking about dinner that's on the stove. Uh, I'm literally thinking about all these different things for my day. And so I've had to put that riverbank up there as well to say, how do I stay completely out of email? I should have even just waited till the next day to download that shipping label because I know I can go straight back to it. So that may be helpful for you to think about. It's different for all of us, but when are you tempted to overwork? You know, this is really practical and these questions are tough, but
1: I'm a firm believer that tough or hard work is smart work and we don't expect you to have all the answers right away. So as we leave you with some space with this second question, I want you guys to ponder and write down and think through where are you too available right now? What specific areas in your life and leadership are you too available right now? Think with that one for a minute and we'll see you up ahead.
0: again, guys, we don't want you to hear any judgment. We don't want you to have any shame or, or guilt here. We are all having to figure out our schedules in this day where we can work from anywhere and therefore everywhere. We can work for five minutes here in five hours there. There are many advantages if you have discernment to today's schedules. I just know that the schedule that I keep, I could not have kept 10 years ago. The world has changed. Technology has changed. And I absolutely love some of these advances, whether it's things like Zoom, the ability to get a hold of our teammate quickly is great. However, it also has those disadvantages. So really today's episode is a call for discernment and for us to really just rename what is work time, what is rest time and family time. And of course, in there, we don't want you to skip over Sabbath. This is a a huge deal for us. And just to rename that there's a day that I say is a get-to day in a half-to world. That is a day that, for me and my right setup journal, the purpose of that on the top left-hand corner, I write for replenishment. Things need to be replenished for me on Sabbath, and I'm not sure always what I've lost or what needs to be replenished until it actually um, is replenished. And uh, so, these phones, these computers we hold in our pocket uh, have created great advances for us, and they've created great dilemmas for us as well. So we live in that tension of saying that technology can be great if handled well. Technology can be terrible if handled with a lack of discernment. So that's where we stand. We are pro discernment and therefore we're pro technology um, when the opportunity is right for that. So we just wanna continue to share that. And we do not think um, that you can wait on this kind of stuff. Do not wait until mid-September to be able to determine your fall schedule now to be proactive instead of reactive, to figure out things like email, like your schedule, like your text, when are you going to answer those? When are you going to be quote unquote on? And when are you going to be quote unquote off so that you can go and invest in your family, which is more important than your work? Jonathan, where are we going from here? Well, guys, we a recent end of this episode. We want
1: to just leave you with some encouragement again, Alan, those are great words. And I just want to remind you guys that if you don't proactively schedule your day, your week, and even so far out as your month, to have an idea of when you're going to work, when you're not going to work, the things that you're going to say yes to, the things that you're going to say no to, all of the topics that we've been revisiting in this summer series, your schedule will schedule you. You can either proactively look ahead and schedule it as best you can. Because life happens, leadership is complex, the world is upside down. But if you don't schedule those things out as best you can, they will schedule you. And that's the simple truth. So as we leave you up ahead, sit, listen, ponder, think through what is your next right step? What is your next right step today to shoring up the riverbanks of your life and leadership to say, when am I going to work? When am I not going to work? So that you can continue moving towards greater health and sustainable impact. We appreciate you guys and we'll see you right back here next week on another episode of the Right Side Up Leadership Podcast and our summer series.